0: Over 100 pounds of weight loss. What does it take to make that happen? Today on the podcast, we've got the naughty one himself, Nate Knopf. He's done it. He's been the weight loss success story. Over 100 pounds of weight loss. We're going to learn from him what were the key success factors that helped him to make this happen. Tune in and listen up.
1: Welcome to the CrossFit Edwardsville Community Podcast where we hear and learn from our coaches, CrossFitters, and Glen End community leaders. Now, here are your hosts, Dallas and Greg.
0: What is up, CrossFit Edgeville community party people? I'm Coach G, one of the coaching team here at CrossFit Edgersville. And, you know, on this podcast, occasionally we get to talk to CFE CrossFitters or people in our community and learn their stories. And this is one of those podcasts We have the opportunity today to speak with one heck of a weight loss success story, the man, the myth, the legend, the naughty one himself, Nate Nall. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that very much. Now, Nate is no longer a part of CrossFit Edwardsville, but I got to meet him myself back in 2016 in March. He joined our gym, and while he's no longer fitnessing with us, he has amassed quite an interesting resume since I met him back in 2016. So, to fast forward to now, Nate is an aircraft assembly mechanic at Boeing, working on both the F-18 and F-15 programs. He's a husband to his wife, Megan, and this man is down over 130 pounds thus far in his weight loss journey. So, Nate, welcome to the podcast, and let's break the ice with some easier questions. Nate, is it really possible to lose over 100 pounds?
1: You bet your sweet ass, Burk Hell yes, it is. <laughs> absolutely it is. I didn't think it was in 2016, but that was damn sure my goal. Um, and I'm not saying that it's been since 2016 that I've been constantly working on this. No, absolutely not. Um, this has definitely been a more recent thing. Uh, but at the same time, it's just been... Yeah, it's definitely possible. I don't know if you remember, but one of the very first things that we talked about in class when I joined in 2016 was what were you trying to get out of this? And I said, I wanted to lose 100 pounds. Well, I've done that and I still want to lose more. Um, so, yeah, is it possible? Just do the work.
0: So, I got is. Mrs- this is really encouraging, something that's important for us to capture here, Nate, because there's probably people out there in our audience that they've been struggling with weight loss for a long time. They've tried this. They've tried that. The struggle is very real. And for a lot of people, they often feel very stuck. Sometimes they kind of feel hopeless, like, is this really possible? Can I do this? Do I have to, do I have to quit my job and make it my job to live at the gym? What does healthy eating really look like to make this sort of thing happen? Is it even possible for me? And I'm hoping that in capturing this story on this podcast, it can be an inspiration for somebody out there who maybe maybe they're feeling stuck. Maybe they're feeling kind of hopeless, like, is this possible for me? Can this happen for me? And what does it look like? What does it take? So we'll get into some of the mechanics of what worked for you in a couple of minutes here. But I, I want to first ask, like, What got you started on this journey? Like, what was it about how you looked, you felt? How is it, like, how you were living your life that drove you to get started? Or maybe, like, what was the lead domino or the the thing that made you say, you know what? I got to do something. What was it for you?
1: The biggest thing that really kind of kicked off what I'm doing now is I got to a point where I wanted – I wanted to be able to make sure that I was going to be able to see my nieces and nephews grow up. And I wasn't able to guarantee that. And i you know, don't get me wrong. Life happens. I'm still not able to guarantee that. But I've got a damn sight better shot at it now. Um, the other part of it was I didn't like the way I felt. I didn't because my knees, I already have crap knees to begin with. Um, my knees, everything about them, just like I'd stand up and they'd crack and crinkle and things like that. And it's just like, well, that's not a good sign. And I really am a hospital averse person. <laughs> so sure. I try to stay in the hospital as much as possible, even though I still ride motorcycles. Anyway, um, it was one of them situations where I was trying to not have or need a knee replacement. And I still, as far as I know, I don't. But the pain that I used to have is completely gone, which is, thank you. Praise the Lord. Amen. Um, it was, it was, yeah, that was about the biggest thing is I wanted to be able to see my nieces and nephews grow up and I also wanted to be able to grow old with my wife, you know? Um, like I said, I've got a damn side chance of being able to do that better now. Um, at, at that point it was like, that was the catalyst. You know, that was like, I can't guarantee that I'm going to be able to do this, you know? And I really didn't think that I was going to be on this planet another 20 years. Now I don't, still don't know for sure, but I can try, you know, and, I, and I've got a good shot at it. Um,
0: it sounds like yeah, for you, gone. like you were concerned that this was literally a life and death matter for you. Like you you, you could see the writing on the wall and you're yeah. like, I'm on a very dangerous path now. I could very well be dead in a few years if I keep on this path is what it sounds like. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um,
1: like I'm not a stupid person. I'm not the smartest person, but I'm not a stupid person. And I believe in modern science and I believe in everything that goes into telling people, what you should probably do to live longer. Um, And since, you know, you knew me back in the day, I used to drive a hearse. I don't want to end up in the back of a hearse. Um, And yeah, that was it right there. I just, it it was literally, for me anyway, a life and death thing because I could hear my own heartbeat just by standing up, you know, like you feel the blood pressure in your head. And yeah, you try to, you try to dial those voices back as much as possible. It's, it's the whole constant worry and anxiety thing. And because I am a very anxious person, I just am. And, um, you know, you try to forget about things like that, but the voices are still there. They're always recurring. And
0: yeah, it wasn't a good feeling. I gotcha. And just so we have some context, like what was your starting weight when you began? Like obviously you're you're struggling with these feelings. Like my knees feel like hell. I think that there might be a short end to my story, and that's terrifying yeah. for me. So what was your start weight in this journey? Uh, well, I didn't tell
1: Megan this, but when I was because we we've got a scale in the shipping department at work, and I would step on that gigantic scale. And it's at one point, it said 525. Wow. And a lot of that, I can't blame all of that on the pandemic. A lot of that was after recovery from a surgery that I had in about a month before my wedding. Um, It wasn't a good situation. Not even close. Um, Yeah, that's about it. I, I was at one point, it said 525. And it's just like a couple of weeks after that, I kind of got to that point where it's just kind of yeah, I'm tired of this. It's I'm tired, tired of tired. being, yeah, tired of being embarrassed by my own self. And I'm not saying that anyone who weighs over 500 pounds or has a weight problem of any kind should be embarrassed. They shouldn't. I mean, life is life. Everyone has their own context that they have to live. That was for me. That was, I know I'm not supposed to be this weight. I'm a big dude, naturally but I'm not
0: supposed to be this weight. Sure. You know? So I had to do something. Well, let's get into the mechanics of what was that something. So right off the bat, what's the number one most important thing that Nate's done that has driven your success so far? The single
1: biggest thing that I, I could possibly do is it all comes down to mindset. For me, anyway. Because I've got a thousand things going in my brain at any good moment in time. And most of them are negative voices. So you've got to find a way to be like, okay, negative voices, F you. This is time for me and I'm going to do this damn thing. And if you don't screw off, well, they're just going to get mowed over. Um, because that's if if something is going to happen in my life that I have to do, I'm gonna have to do the initial bit of work. And sure, yeah, that's me. But at some point, you've got to you've got to uh, uh, you've got to take advantage of your own things. You know, um, where'd it go?
0: There we go. Mike, can you hear me? Yeah, hear you great. Okay, cool. and I want to I want to do a deeper dive on this topic because so many of us are coming from a place where the negative voices often are much louder than the positive ones. Because maybe we've had, we've tried many times, we've struggled, maybe we've failed a handful of times in a weight loss journey. Maybe we've been raised in homes where we had these negative voices or negative ideas being fed into us. You know, negative ideas, or maybe it's the idea that if you, if, you're, if you don't eat everything that's given to you, you're not loving to, your, to the people that are giving you this food. Maybe it's the idea that you're fine like you are, you should not change anything. The idea of changing is abhorrent. Or maybe the idea is like, hey, your mother didn't lose any weight, your father didn't lose any weight, and you're not gonna lose any weight because you are your parents' kids. Whatever the negative voice, never negative idea was that went your way, so many of us are having to fight this internal programming that makes it very difficult for us to step out boldly and take massive, meaningful action. So when you said like getting the mindset right, how did you do that? How did Nate do that? Um it was bi- it, for me, again. This is all just me. This
1: is how I do this. The biggest thing for me for changing my mindset was knowing my family's history of cancer, heart disease, um, obesity, the whole history. You know, you've got to you've got to take all this into account because genetics genetics is a crazy damn thing, man. And it, it, like, it'll pass, you know this, it'll pass some people and then a pop-up and four other people down the line. And it's just, you've got to take into account for all these things. And, like, on my dad's side of the family, we've got a long history of cancer, heart disease, you know, um, obesity, depression, whether we want to admit it or not. And on my mom's side, it's the same thing, you know. So, so it all kind of comes together in me and then I've got to fight all of that. So how do you get past that? For me, the biggest thing was admitting that you have these problems and then you've got to figure out how you're going to do anything about it. Cause obviously admitting is the first step, right? <clears throat> so how do you do this? Uh, well, if you're, if you believe in science and you know how modern physics and all this stuff works then obviously you're going to do what everyone tells you to do which is work out eat better eat smarter drink plenty of water and change your mindset change your mindset the very first thing you told me The very first day of class, and I've tried to live it so many times since then, is embrace the suck. Yes, it's going to suck. There are so many things in life that suck, though, and you get through those just fine. So, what's a little bit of physical exertion going to do to you? Not a damn thing, except you're going to lose weight and you're going to feel better for it in the meantime. And you're also going to sleep way better. Holy crap.
0: Sure. There you go. So, you're, you're touching on an important topic here because we, we talked about like the mindset and that being a lead domino for you, but the weight loss was only one of the benefits that you've experienced Says so your knees don't hurt anymore you're sleeping better what else what other like what other additional bonus benefits did you get as you went on this journey? The fact that I could look in the mirror at myself and be
1: like, "You know what holy crap I'm actually doing something here." You know, I actually look like I'm putting out some sort of effort into anything, you know, if uh, I'm not saying be disgusted with yourself, but I personally was not happy with the way I looked at all. Um, I didn't have any energy at all. Um, I, I would be at work and I'd be sitting at my desk working on something and just. Just drift off. Oh yeah, it, it happened multiple times. I don't know how the hell I got didn't get fired. Not a clue. Not a clue. So um, you're falling asleep at work. Yeah, I mean, sure, I'm a union employee. Yeah, that's. I mean, they pro- they probably they probably would have had my back on that. But do we really want to test that? No, <laughs> absolutely not. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I, I had a number of my fellow coworkers. They were worried about me whether or not I was going to just have a heart attack. What? Right. Well, I'm sitting there. Sure. So, you know, I mean, you've it's, at some point you've got to do something. The biggest thing that I had to do was a mindset. I had to take all this seriously and change everything internally. Because if you can't look at yourself objectively. You're going to have a hard time with a lot of things, you know, and I've, I, you've got to be able to recognize your own flaws. Before you look at someone else and their flaws, sure. um, it's a, it's a whole log in one eye, one, you log in your own eye and a Yeah, the, someone the splinter
0: else's eye. in your eye, the plank in the other person. No, no, no the, the the plank in your own eye, the splinter in their eye. Yeah, there you go. Fix fix the plank in your own eye, and then worry about somebody else's splinter.
1: Yes. So, I mean, if if you're gonna be if you're gonna go somewhere, anywhere, and you're gonna try and cast judgment. First off, you shouldn't try and cast judgment because there's eight billion people on this planet and every single one of them is different.
0: You and all can't of us are a work
1: in progress. Everybody's every flawed. everybody's single broken. One of us. Even the Venus de Milo, the statue, is not perfect. You know? Right. Nobody's perfect. That's it, right there. Nobody's perfect. If you think for a second that you have a right to judge anybody on their weight loss on their weight loss journey you've already screwed the pooch.
0: Sure, absolutely. Were there, were there particular resources that you went to to develop a more empowering mindset that allowed you to drive through and, and, and have breakthroughs? Like if you look back, like where, where did you learn this more positive mindset? Did it entirely come from inside of Nate or were there other voices that you listened to that inspired and drove you? I'd, I'd love to be able to say that this is 100%
1: Nate Naw. No way in hell. Um, that's just not a thing, man. I, I, I've been extremely blessed in this universe to be surrounded. I mean, absolutely surrounded with awesome people. Extremely supportive people. And I realize not everyone has that. And I, my heart breaks for those people, genuinely, because what I've got, my support system, my friends and my family, they've supported me every step of the way. Uh, the, as soon as I get down on myself about everything I've done, someone is there to kick me in the shins and say, knock that shit off. You've done amazing things. And there are days where it doesn't feel that amazing, you know, especially in the grand scheme of things. You know, this world is so vast and infinite with all of its millions of surprises. What does one person losing 130 pounds have to do with anything? Well, a lot. You know, I mean, I'm not trying to say that I'm superman or anything like that you know damn good and well that i'm not Uh, but the biggest thing is do everything in your power to surround yourself with good people cultivate change in your own life
0: by cultivating change in the world around you i love that there's that that philosophy that we all become the sum total of the five people that we hang out with the most it sound like you surrounded yourself with people that had a more empowering mindset so even on the days where maybe you weren't feeling it or you were struggling or you feel like you know progress isn't as fast as you want it to be other people could speak that positivity into you to help you get past it or at least at least hold ground on the days that it was harder Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, like
1: one of my, one of my best friends, uh, her name is Jackie. She's actually been going to the gym with me a lot. Um, we're both pretty negative people internally. Um, but having her with me and having my friends with me whenever we do anything, they, they they're, for me anyway, they're a very large part of me being positive. You know, it's so easy to just be on the negative side about everything. It's just the easiest thing to do. Just like it's easier to just not interact with people. That's, you know, interacting with life in general is easier if you just don't it takes focus and it takes it take it takes effort you've got to be able to surround yourself and be involved with those people you know you've got to be able to get
0: involved with those people that are going to better you so if if we step back for a second here we were talking about okay 130 pounds of weight loss coming from a background, a family history that was clearly not setting you up for success, the very first thing, the most important thing that Nate did was he developed a better mindset, started moving in the direction of a more powerful mindset, and a huge catalyst for his success in that was surrounding himself with people that helped him to see or think think better than he did, creating a a a a cocoon a network around him that is more supportive more encouraging and helps you to have those psychological breakthroughs and then you said going to the gym now you got a a workout buddy to go to the gym with talk to us about your exercise and what is working for nate
1: Um, right now the biggest thing that i'm focused on is cardio Um, you've got to be able to get your heart rate up you know somehow but one of the things that I discovered was I hate riding bikes, especially stationary bikes, because the scenery is always the same, regardless of if there's a television in front of you or you got headphones in or whatever. I hate stationary bikes. I hate
0: elliptical machines.
1: <laughs> and uh, yeah, my Treadbills. biggest...
0: What's up? Tread... Oh, Tread- dude, treadmills. treadmills
1: are the worst. I hate them damn things.
0: You're speaking to a lot of our audience here, people that are just bored out of their damn minds by sitting in one spot cardioing in the same place for hours is boring and mind numbing and just intolerable to so many people and and you
1: know what i'm right there with them the biggest thing that i've done though is well the same thing i did in crossfit rowing is my jam i love to row man Um, yeah, Yeah. it's, it's, yeah, I love to row. That's the biggest thing that I do to get my heart rate up. Um, yeah, that, that number one, sure. I lift weights and, you know, use the machines and all that kind of thing. But the number one thing that I do when I get to the gym before I, before I do anything else is I'll warm up for 10 minutes on the rower. Uh, then we'll run some machines then i'll go back do two minutes on the rower do some more machines and then get back and do two more minutes on the rower and yeah yeah you got to change things up a little bit
0: essentially what you're describing is a crossfit workout in your setting because as i as i look at this as an exercise professional i'm i'm dissecting what are the key elements here first of all you have a cardiovascular stimulus but you're hitting it in kind of an interval way. Yes. You got your warm up and then you got that 2 minute interval of cardio side of things, then you go to what you're calling the machines which is resistive training. Basically strength training, back to cardio, back to strength training, back to cardio. This is definitely a theme of people that do really 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 well and get the absolute most out of an exercise program is they have both of those things and they're probably intermingling them in interesting ways that kill boredom.
1: Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, That was one of the things I really enjoyed about CrossFit and truth be told, I probably will become seeing you for too long. Um, But that's, that's it right there is if you're going to go to the gym to work out, I can't
0: stress this enough. Fucking work out, right? Yeah, do it. You know, are you telling me that if I sit on the machine, I take several selfies, I'm not going to get fitter by doing that, Nate? Oh, there's so much fitness in selfies.
1: <laughs> Everybody I, I wants to look good on the Insta.
0: <laughs> they want to look good on the Insta, man. And I'm telling you, like, if you didn't, if there's no photograph, if there's no video, it didn't happen. So how, I mean, how how am I supposed to get fitter? if I didn't post a motivational quote with a picture of myself today.
1: Yeah. You know, just come on, man. If you're going to go to the, this is one of my biggest pet peeves of going to the gym is people go to the gym and they'll sit on a, they'll sit on a, on a leg press or any of the other machines that they have there. And they'll just sit there for five damn minutes before they do anything. And then they'll just put thousands of pounds of weight on it. And then they don't take the weights off when they're done. Right. It's just like, I'm not at that level. I mean, I'm happy that you are, but you also wasted 20 minutes of everyone else's time. Yeah. Because you just sat there re- responding to a text message or taking 500 selfies. You know, just come on. You know, I'm a millennial right. too. I get it. You know, everyone's just a little bit more vain these days. Yeah, sure. I get it. I do. Why do you think I'm... Don't get me wrong. This is absolutely an appearance thing, too. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This is absolutely an appearance thing. That's allowed, man. And I am 100% cool with the changes that have been happening with me personally. Like, this weekend, I've got to go buy some new pants. Damn right. the pants that I'm wearing right now, they're 54s. And I bought these probably in January, okay? Yeah. And they already feel like I'm wearing curtains on my legs. Let's go. I love you that. Know? It's just like, I need to buy some new pants because this shit's killing my style, man. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it, it, this is a quality problem to have where you have to upgrade your wardrobe because all the bigger clothes yeah. don't fit you anymore. Like, not
1: last Christmas, but the Christmas before. My mom actually bought me a kilt. And that was a size 64. Wow. I can't wear that damn kilt anymore, man. It's, That's an actual literally... curtain. That's an yeah. actual curtain around your loins. <laughs> That's exactly right. That's... And the craziest part is like, I'll go to try to put it on now. And I'll snap it here. I'll snap it here. And unless
0: I've got a belt on that silly thing, it's dropping right off my ass. This is a good problem to have, Nate. So we've talked about the mindset. We've talked about the exercise side of things. Give us I'm sure that there's probably a very deep rabbit hole we can go down with this topic. But give us some of the key nutrition things that have made a difference for you. Okay, Uh,
1: First off is you've got to get rid of the mindset that all healthy food tastes like crap. That is 100% bullshit. Amen. It's just not true. It isn't. Right now my fridge is full of a little junk food, just a little bit because sometimes you have to splurge. That said, healthy stuff you know cauliflower broccoli vegetables fruits um if you're going to have sugars at least make it natural sugars you got to cut the soda out. like your
0: fruit sugars yes versus candy sugars right yeah.
1: absolutely um the other thing is you've got to make sure you're getting enough actual protein because there are so many there's so many foods that people eat these days That, and don't get me wrong, I'm not a dietician. This is just coming from the horse's ass himself. But there's so many foods that we eat these days that, sure, they're loaded with, you know, calories and stuff. But how much of that is actually beneficial? Sure, you've got to have calories to burn so you can build muscle. But what else do you need? You need carbohydrates, a little bit, just a little bit. And you need a ton of protein. Make sure you know how much food, how much of each thing you need to eat. And if you're going to watch your macros or your micros or things like that, that's fine too. But for me personally, it all comes down to protein. Sure. You know, it all comes down to protein.
0: You, You and I are singing the same song when it comes to this. And to our audience here, if we could extract out some of the key lessons that we're learning from Nate here. First is that, not all calories are created equal. That's one thing here. There are certain calories that give you a lot of benefit, and there are certain calories that give you no benefit or actively harm you in your journey. Second, healthy eating doesn't suck if you do it right. You can actually yeah, enjoy right. your food. If I'm if I'm here at Nate, right, eating in a healthier way, you're enjoying your food. Absolutely. Yeah, one hundred percent.
1: You don't. It, Healthy eating does not have to suck. You don't have to sit there and eat nothing but soybeans or healthy crap. What looks like healthy crap anyway, all day. Right. I've had plenty. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to lie to you. When I, when I started this, there were so many things that I ate that I thought would be healthy, but they tasted sure. like shit. Yeah. Ugh. I remember this one. just. I went to quick trip one morning while I was on my way into work and you know how they got like the nuts and things like that on the left-hand side next to the coffee. Well, they had some protein bars and protein supplement type things. And I saw this one, it was, a, I'm not going to name it by name. Cause I don't want to, I don't want to drag the company. Cause I'm sure they're great people. But this one particular product I had was a, it looked like, a bag of like a couple Pop Tarts in a you know a foil bag, but it said it had 20 grams of protein. Sure. And I was just like, "Great, this sounds wonderful. I love Pop Tarts. I love you know coffee. This is going to be need wonderful. Protein. Yeah, I need protein. You know because you got to start at 6 a.m. You need some freaking protein. Oh my God, what a letdown. Ooh man." I opened this thing up, and it was everything I hate about healthy foods. It had that chalky protein flavor. in the filling, it was supposed to be a strawberry filling. It had, we'll take this, this
0: apple sticker here.
1: It had about that much filling in it.
0: To our audience who may be listening on the audio version only, Nate is holding up a very small one-inch by one-inch sticker to indicate the amount of actual strawberry filling that was in this thing. And that was a cross-section of the sticker, too. Right.
1: (laughs) So there was very little filling in the silly thing. And the flavor was god-awful. Yeah. And that... If you're going to if you're going to get into you know upping your protein through means of like protein bars powders, um, however else you get your protein through your meats things like that, it behooves you to do some research, yeah, <laughs> or go to a reputable supplement store. Um, yeah, it. it I can't tell you enough how much it pays to research, not just in where you go to the gym, but in what you're eating, what you're sure. doing, the form that you need to have. Get
0: educated.
1: This Education is, an important is topic
0: key. Because a lot of people, a lot of people do believe or they subscribe to the idea that If anything includes protein, it is therefore healthy. And so you end up with protein infused beer and protein infused pizza. And I'm like, look, I'm like, I'm not a hater. I'm not going to throw any shade, but let's be real. Like just the presence of protein does not make something a health food. And thank you for what you're telling us here is that it doesn't make it delicious either.
1: (laughs) Not even remotely.
0: (laughs) not even remotely. Um, so I, I feel like we could talk like forever. I still have more questions and maybe there needs to be a part two to the the Nate Noss story. If there needs um, to be a part two, I'm all on board, baby. So let me, let me say this. like, are, are there any, like, just, we have so many more questions that we plan to ask, but I've already kept you long enough. Are, are there any other just parting thoughts or closing thoughts you would like to share with somebody who they are where you were when you started this journey. They're frustrated, they feel like hell, they have a hard time even looking at themselves in the mirror, they don't wanna feel like this anymore. You've given them a lot of actionable steps that they can do to, to get past a lot of the roadblocks and start to experience some success. Are there any like closing thoughts you want to share with somebody who is behind you on the road looking to where you are? They want to get to the 130 pounds of weight loss and counting because this journey is not over, not even close. What would you say to that person in closing thoughts to encourage them?
1: The sit, I got a couple things. First off, give yourself some fucking. Grace. You are not a shitty person for being overweight. You're not. You are a beautiful human being. You have a soul, you have a spirit, and you're just trying to lose some weight. That is fine. Give yourself some grace, give yourself some breathing room. That is the number one most important thing. We're all human. We all mess up and that's fine. You know, it really is. The difference is learning how to change things. That's that, the, you know, those are two of the biggest things. The other thing is life's too short to be a dickhead. <laughs> that's it you right there, right? man. <laughs> That's it. I, I, I've tried to live by that. I don't know if you'd call it a mantra um, or a motto or something like that. Life's too short to be a dickhead. And like I just said, everyone's going through their own thing. You're going through your own thing. I'm going through my own thing. Everyone listening is going through their own thing. Do you want someone to treat you like a dickhead? No, you don't. You it don't, it don't feel good. So why would you do that to someone else? Sure. The, I think I said it earlier. If you want to see change, you have to put change into it to get change out of it. That's the same with your body. That's the same with your relationships. That's the same with this world. That's the same with Everything. You get right. into it what you put into it. You get you out of it. want change, things. do something different. Yep. Be the change you want to see for that platitude.
0: Yeah. That's yeah, a it might Gandhi, be a platitude. I, think. Huh? I think it's platitude. I think if Gandhi said it, it's uh it's it stays quote status. <laughs> yeah, there we go.
1: Yeah. Like it's, well, it's, hey, babe.
0: it's, it's the point the point stands, you know. It's point stands. Yeah, absolutely. So, anyway, Nate, we, we, we've catch you almost 40 minutes here. I want to thank you for the gift of your time, for the gift of your insight into what success in this journey actually takes. Thank you. Hopefully, you'll be able to inspire and give people at home hope and maybe some early action steps where they can start the journey and and see positive change for themselves and please if you guys if you guys
1: want to work out with me please hit me up i don't care i will gladly work out with you where do do they find you nate uh hit me up on instagram if you want to uh at reverend naughty g-n-a-u-t-y
0: and reverend g-n-a-u-t-y that's on the insta you can hit up your boy nate send him a dm and uh that's only though if you're going to be a positive person and bring a positive mindset so we yeah. don't have time for negativity right damn right dude what's that
1: sticker from the 90s you used to see on cars all the time it said mean people suck <laughs>
0: yeah no no one's got time for that you got to be a positive light to the world. And Nate, thank you to you for being a positive light.
1: Not a problem. Thank Thank our audience
0: also for joining us for this episode of the podcast. And we will see you guys in the next one. Much love.